This episode of Hot Trick Hockey is brought to you by Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald is a senior agent with Allstate Insurance and is proud to call Harrow, Ontario home. He has helped countless clients in the Windsor-Essex County area save money and get the protection they need. Mike's knowledge and drive to succeed gives his customers the best quality care and advice. He prides himself on excellent customer service. Specializing in home and auto insurance, Mike can customize your policy to suit your needs and be your trusted advisor to make sure you and your family are protected. Allstate has many features and benefits, including disappearing deductible, claim satisfaction guarantee, drive-wise, claim forgiveness, ticket forgiveness, and many more. Find out how much you can save. Call 226-773-8275. That's 226-773-8275. Are you in good hands? And what is going on, everybody out there? All of you buttes and beauties, it is episode number 79 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. This being episode 79, it's the Andre markov edition of hat trick hockey 16 seasons 990 games 119 goals 453 assists 572 points two-time world championship bronze medalist he's a silver and bronze medalist at the world juniors he's a world championship gold medalist he's a one-time champion in the khl And uh, all those games that he played there, 990, I believe they were all with the Habs as well. So that's pretty cool that you play with the same team your whole NHL career, 16 years. So that's pretty cool. So on that note, I'll bring in my boy, my line mate, Rob. What's up, dude? How's it going? It's going okay. We've been busy this week. Oh, yeah. Lots of interviews. Busy. Lots of beauties, too. (laughs) Yeah, We got some more coming up, too, man. So yeah it's gonna be interesting <laughs> let's put it that way so uh so what else is up what's going on not much just uh working and uh that's it i wish <laughs> yeah. yeah no doubt eh? lots of hockey games on here yep. there's like 11 games in the nhl tonight i think this being thursday when we record so yeah 11 games in the nhl tonight so that's absolutely makes a good night i'll tell you that um so a couple announcements before we get going real quick. Got a couple new sponsors. So we have On the Docks and Harrow. So it's located where it's like uh, the old trees, Whitsons, fucking Clancy's, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so that's where it is. Um, summertime there is awesome too because I got the patio, right? And you're right out in the middle of town. So it's kind of nice there. The food is like unreal too it's super good quantities are massive you will leave there full i'll tell you that there if you don't leave there full i don't know what to tell you so check that place out they're awesome they're on so that's on the docks in harrow located right on king street there and then we have LaSalle lawn equipment they're on provincial road in windsor i want to say so the thing that's pretty cool about both of these places is they're owned by uh timmy like olson from harrow so he owns that. So that's for all of your lawn care needs and stuff for your like lawnmower. You snap a belt, whatever. They got it. So it's all your lawnmower parts, repairs. They fix everything. Snow blowers, weed like whackers, everything. Free estimates, all that stuff too. So make sure you guys check them out too. So welcome aboard, guys. So yes, welcome. 
happy to have them. Also, another big announcement. We've also uh, said as a show, Rob and Drew and I have all been kind of shooting the shit and we've uh, made the choice that we're going to move our merch to Essex. So our merch is coming to Essex very, very soon. So look for that. We're in talks with a place in town. I don't want to say till it's official. I'm sure everybody already knows, but I don't want to say till it's official, but our merch is coming to Essex. So we look forward to that. Rob. Yeah. I'm very excited about that too. That's, that's a, uh, that's a good move. We, we, we had a lot of good uh, success with laser art and yes. all, but uh, you know, but like I'll say just having it here in town, it just allows us to be a little more on it than with it out in Harrow. Right. So Sean and them did, they were awesome for us. They started us off. They got us launched. They did a great job for us. And I would still recommend laser art. Like I'm not, there's nothing bad there with us. We just wanted to move everything a little closer to home. So it was a little easier for us. So. Well, and I'd like to give a big shout out to Amanda Bondi too, for helping yeah. us out too, with everything. Uh, we really appreciate everything she's done too. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Cause they were, they pushed out orders and stuff for us and they were usually pretty quick with them. So it was pretty good. Rob, should we uh, jump into the hockey or what? Yep, let's go. The big news right now, Mr. Rask is officially back with the Boston Bruins. He was he was there last night, but he was on the bench. He hasn't played yet, hasn't made his uh, season debut. He's actually supposed to tonight against Philly. Thoughts on that, Rob? I think it's a good move on Boston's part. Just for he's he's a million dollars, right? So that, that, that's a great great deal for them. And he's a great goalie, you know. He had had some family problems that he had to go tend to, and yeah, he took care. And of uh, you know, like a lot of people shit on him, especially in Boston, for that move, thinking that he was doing it selfishly, and you know, he was he was butt hurt because uh, he had a bad playoff, and and when they were in the bubble in the COVID. Uh, no, didn't he uh, leave? I think he had to leave the bubble. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, yeah, when they were in the bubble, he he left the. The, before the playoffs was it it was during during the playoffs yeah it was like yeah. right it was like right at the start yeah i think he played like a game or two and then just had to go and he did have a couple of bad games yeah. and the last one was not good and everybody thought he left because he was just i think like everybody baby but it was a family issue it. i think everybody's overlooking it and just things kind of weren't going his way but like the guy probably just legit had to take care of some family shit <laughs> like you know he, what I mean? he, came like, out. he wouldn't say what it was but no. uh, and if you have something on your brain as a hockey player especially a goalie like you know you're not going to be at your best like it's best to just step away because all you're doing is hurting the team so essentially yep. he stepped away to help his team and got shit on for it and that's the part that kind of sucks about it and I'm sure he addressed his team. You know what I mean? Like hundred oh, percent. And they not, they're not going to leak what's going on. So, no. you know what I mean? They're, they're solid teammates. So it's, yeah. it's everybody that uh, speculates what's going on and, mm. and that's what makes everything bad, you know, mm. just rumors start. And then next thing it just snowballs into guys, a piece of shit. Yeah. But he's not. He so takes from, care of his family. Yeah. So I don't care what anybody says. Welcome back Tuka. Best of luck, buddy. So we'll see what happens there. I'll be definitely watching that game tonight if he's in the pipe. So see what happens. Wings are on tonight too. So I'll probably be flipping back and forth. Um, McDavid's back now with this team, skating with the team today after uh, being in COVID protocol. 
it's actually i believe today is his birthday too i think i seen something that was his birthday today too so happy birthday connor as well but so he's back with his team and i seen a funny clip on the net there where he was at practice with his teammates and he's skating and he's doing these drills and he's stick handling so fast through everything well the puck he had to go through something or whatever well he didn't go through it it stopped and hit it and then you hear one of the guys on the team oh he's human and then you hear him <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, i saw that, that was yeah, it was, yeah it was it was a funny clip it was a good clip but yeah so the game needs connor on the ice like the, we they're struggling right now too like edmonton is struggling what do you think they Again, i i don't know like the, the, that team i just don't understand like they have everything everything all the pieces like the coach from the coat from the top to the bottom they they have everything but it just doesn't seem like they know how to put it all together and they haven't for what since connor's been there yeah, well, they've had freaking all kinds of studs there yeah well it doesn't help though that mike smith's been in and out too and he, I believe he's due to come back soon, but he's been out for a while. So do yeah. you, do you like trade for a guy like Mark Andre Fleury to make a run? I don't know. I don't know. It, but what what's his salary like? What's what's their cap at? I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be tight. But I just mean like, like what do you like? What else do you do? Because because Fleury's got to be like a five million dollar guy, right? At least I would, I would think. think. I would think so. Yeah. If not, then he took a severe fucking just just a bargain to go wherever. But I don't see him taking a bargain to fucking go to Chicago. I don't either. So I could see him, yeah, in an in and probably around five, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, what do you do? Like, cough up some picks and something, and picks in a guy or two, and get. Mark they've been trying or... everything to to work with Drysital and and. Mc... Jesus, like what? What I would do is, why don't they trade like guy like uh, like Yamamoto? Is that a guy? That I think, yeah, like a guy like that. I think that's his name. Sorry if I butchered it, but and, and get what for what? Do him and some maybe a couple like draft picks or something, and you could bring in a guy like Mark Andre Fleury. I don't know, maybe because with uh, him being on his yes he's good don't get me wrong he's still one of the best in the league but he is on the back nine of his career mm-hmm. right so you don't want to give up too much but you do still want top him. shelf goalie exactly like you know That's what i mean like but how long could you get out of him too you could end up fucking two three years out of him yeah you also get five out of him too right that's the thing it all depends on he seems like he's still in good health so i don't know we're gonna see we're going to see they're struggling though. They need to get shit going here, but maybe Connor back. will give him a little bit of a bump here. Mm-hmm. So once again, Rob, all over the news, Evander Kane. Oh, fuck. This fucking guy. So I don't understand him at all. So first of all, the NHL, well, not the NHL, the sharks uh, terminated his deal. So them doing that, he gave up like 20 something million dollars. I believe a appeal was filed by the NHL, well by the NHL players association. What do you think on this whole situation? So what did he do? He was in he was in quarantine because he tested positive. positive and he was supposed to be in quarantine for 10 days and left after 8 and headed for Canada, did he not? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it is. So what's going to happen is he's going to come here. He's going to have to quarantine again. They're going to make him start it all over again. 
rather Mm -hmm. than him just waiting another fucking two days. And then he could have came here, done a test and you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense of what he's doing. The other thing too, is they're saying that the Edmonton Oilers are really kicking the tires on him. Yeah. I I don't know. Like this guy is such a headache. Like it it doesn't make sense. Speaking of headaches, I got a fucking killer migraine right now. (laughs) I had one. all day. uh, yeah, he, he, uh, I, I, I just don't get it. Um, how you can bring such a cancer onto the team. If he could just shut up and play hockey, he's very effective though. Like if you, but, could but he can't, him, but he can't, he's he, like some of them football players that don't know how to shut up either. He's kind of like, I don't know how to say this. How should I say this? He's kind of like, he's kind of like low risk kind of high well he's actually he's high risk he's high, high risk. reward though but he's yeah. high reward if he works out right now now let cheap. me ask you this you put him on a team with um uh what's his name there for, for, uh, the tough guy uh, from windsor um cassian cassian you think cassian's gonna take any of this guy's shit no but that could be a good thing i don't see i don't see good now Kane. you I don't see Kane answering to anybody. But think about he the fucking, line combos. He beats his own drum, toots his own horn, and that's the way he is. I could see him signing there, personally. I could see him signing there, but I don't see it lasting. But you never know. Like I said, maybe he'll maybe he'll finally fucking figure it out that this is going to be my very last chance to play in this league. Right. Maybe. Because who, who else? Edmonton. There was Edmonton, and there was one other team supposedly. Who had who had been reaching out to them hard? Well, you you got to want to you got to want to change. Mm. You know, like you you, you got to change yourself. Someone you, said that somebody Leafs, else can't change you. The Leafs were in on him for a little bit. They were they were calling his agent and stuff like that. Mm. Like I said, he's gonna come cheap, right? He's he's yeah. got to. Yeah, he's nobody, to nobody's gonna touch him for the money exactly. that the Sharks were giving him. He's gonna get like a million bucks. Well, the thing was though, is he signed that deal with the Sharks before all this shit went down. That's the thing too, right? Yeah, yeah. But if he could just get it through his head that this is probably gonna be his last chance to play in this league, that if he could just get it through his head to just just play hockey, dude. Because when you do, you're very effective. He he'll he's the type of guy he'll throw up. 25 30 goals a year and he'll be very effective he's big guy he hits he fights he 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 still has it he could still do it i'm sure would i have taken him in toronto for sure i would have oh who you know what i mean like i I don't know i i think uh keith is just too smart to say i don't need this headache call me crazy but i would like i wouldn't mind like like uh like i don't know eiserman reaching out and saying like hey like if you're gonna come to this place like here you're gonna fucking play hockey our way and you're gonna shut your mouth and play hockey and if a guy like that calls you and says that to you a guy who's been around the league for his whole fucking life was a captain stanley cup champion hall of famer calls you and says that to you like hey i'm gonna give you the chance but if you one little slip up, gone. Like we're not dealing with this crap. Like you know what I mean. But maybe it could have worked out. But I could see him in Edmonton, though. I could definitely see him in Edmonton. It's going to be interesting, dude. I you want to know what I would do? I'd play him on a line, like throw him on the wing with like freaking Cassian on the other side with a guy like Ryan Nugent, like Hopkins in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
that'd be a nice little line because you got two sure guys who could score, right? But it's and this off ice bullshit that, could, that, that, that that's what I mean. But they maybe, need to rein in, you know. But now with all this COVID shit going on in Canada and anything, they're not allowed to go out. There's no casinos or anything there, I guess, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So in a way, it's kind of it could end up being a good situation for him if he plays his cards right. Yeah. So. Well, we'll have to see what happens. I know it's going to be interesting, man, but I can't believe he's done all that shit. Um, speaking of my Red Wings, Nick Lidstrom signed as the vice president of hockey operations with the Red Wings. What do you think on the move? It's a great move. I, I, I honestly love it. <laughs> what I like about it is they are all the guys that are in the front office are all the ones who won all those cups. They got Chris Draper in there, Kirk Malpy's in there. Uh, I'm pretty sure Coaster's in there somewhere. Um, they got Eiserman now, Lidstrom. Do you see a spot for Zetterberg at some point? Oh, Darren McCarty too, right? Darren does all their uh, like uh, public relation stuff. So he's right. out in the public. All- and Still you know part what? Of it. That's a, yeah, he is. But that's a perfect role for him because he's, yeah. so- he's a social butterfly, right? So- right. Well, That's you don't see him, him. You don't see him wearing a suit and sitting around no. in his office, right? No, he's he got to be not. out in public and you yeah. know wearing his tight fitting jeans and whatever, yeah. right? He's the so. he's the he's the perfect guy to go out and do that for one hundred percent. But like, wearing you know what Mohawk. I was thinking? You want to know what I was thinking? Is because I think it was my wife was asking me. She's like, "Well, why is he the vice president of hockey operations? Why isn't he the president of hockey operations?" I said, "Because Eiserman holds that title too. He's president of hockey operations and general manager." But I said, mm-hmm. "Maybe with him now, because he'll be working next to Steve." So I was like, "Maybe when he gets the hang of it or does like a year or two, that he'll go into the like president role, which would now open up a spot for VP." of hockey operations what i said could end up being handed like right could end up for being sure he's got to be groomed room. right you don't just yeah. get a job that you haven't done before and, yeah. and just take over the president but right? think though if they did that so your general manager your hockey operations and your v and your vice of hockey operations would be three former captains yep and they've all won the Stanley Cup there. I just love how he takes care of his boys. You know I what I mean? It. Like, it's just awesome. Like, how, how, you know, you had success as a team, and now you're building another team with that. Yeah. And so it's it's just, a great and, idea. And they'll probably do the same thing. Boom. Yeah. Boom, and they're all hockey guys, right? It's all just so. going to be a cycle. The Detroit's got, they're, they're doing some shit right now, man. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for the fucking future. I'll tell you that. It's because it's going to be fucking great. So I'm yeah. real excited for that. He's a freaking whiz. Yeah. Last thing before we go to our interview. So the NHL guys can now, or actually cannot now officially go to the Olympics. So the Olympic committee now has made a rule to where there will be no pro players or well, NHL players at the Olympics. So we all kind of like from now on for this, for this time around, at least. Hmm. So, cause they're trying to, so what they did is I think they got in line with the NHL because the NHL still didn't really want them going, but the Olympic committee, it still wasn't a rule yet that like the pro hockey guys were still allowed to play. So technically if they wanted to, they could have still fucking went and played. 
so what so like say guys in the ahl but they also have nhl ties mm -hmm. can the ahl guys go i would i would assume so yes Okay. I, I would think that we're going to send like minor league and college and over skies overseas and stuff like that to go. There was guys, guys chiming in who aren't out of the game that far that were like, I'll go play Scotty Upshaw, fucking guy, guys like that. We were like, I'll go play. I'd love to see Matt Pumple play for team Canada. That I was just, awesome. I was literally just going to say that he took the words right out of my mouth, but yeah, like a, a guy like that, like, you know what I mean? Like fucking yep. let these, let these guys go play. Why not? <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Pumple would be perfect. Like he's young. He's fucking still root, like sick. Well, rumor has it that they shut down the, um, Spangler cup too, right? The Spangler, yep. Spangler yep. cup got, got shut down and everything. Yep. Yeah, so there's none of that either. Nope. So that's what I mean. It's all crazy. So maybe next time around, I guess. So the I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that we probably just missed our only chance to see Crosby and McDavid play together. Yeah, that sucks. So the US team would have been pretty sick too with yeah, but, Michael and Matthews and yeah, but Canada was Canada, there was our guys who weren't even on the roster were <laughs> fucking way better than some of their guys on the second line yeah so yeah. anyways moving on so we'll actually you know what we're gonna flip it over to our interview can't believe we haven't brought him up yet got absolute beauty on with us we got kyle nectal with us former windsor spitfire goalie laser beam hitter of baseballs but he uh so he uh came on with us he opened up to us about a bunch of shit man all the stuff back in the day, all the crazy shit that went down with the team and stuff like that. Kyle uh, kind of gave us the inside look on on just everything that that like went on. And shocker, it's media, but whatever. So you guys will hear that. So Rob, shall we? Yep. Everybody enjoy. Kyle Mackel. Roll it. Delta. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this next cat we have on here with us played three seasons here in Windsor for our Spitfires, made 108 starts in the OHL between Windsor, Owen Sound, and Mississauga. Let's welcome to the show, former Spitfire goalie, Kyle Nachtel. Kyle, how's it going, buddy? Long time no see. I actually haven't yeah. seen you since we played softball against each other when I played for the Orioles. Or no, sorry, oh, you played fuck. for the Orioles. Here we go. I played for, oh my God. for like Jordy Long and them. All the pirates. Oh, pirates, pirates, yeah, pirates. Yeah. yeah. When you were hitting like line drives off the fucking center field fence that didn't change height, <laughs> those are fun to chase into the gaps too. By the way, yeah. But, uh, so what's up, man? How how's everything going? Good. Yeah. No complaints here. Busy. Uh, you know, work and little one and another little one on the way here shortly. So. Oh, yeah, congratulations! Uh, yeah. yeah awesome. Thank you. Yeah. February. So. Or anytime February now. Soon, really. eh? Holy shit! Yeah. It's like any time now. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Oh man, that's when it gets like, I was so on edge for my kids when it was like that. Cause you don't know, right. It's, you, it's not for like, sure. it's just bam. You just have a, well, you do have a date, but it never usually falls on that date. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're, so we were just like shooting the shit off the air. You're like Cambridge area, right? You said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm from air, uh, which is, you know, 10, 15 minutes from Cambridge. Also about the same to Kitchener. Um, like I said to you guys before, I, I've lived many different places to play hockey, but I've always came back here and, uh, I, 
I don't think we're leaving. We, we like it here. My whole family, like my mom, my dad, my grandpa, we're, we all live here. And yeah, it's a, it's a great place to be in. We're, we don't plan on leaving. That's for sure. Excluding air. Where, where was the best place you ever lived? Say uh, I like, yeah, <laughs> I like to own sound. Um, yeah. And, and kind of like, I, I'm, I like that area a lot. I like the water. beautiful hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the outdoors. I like fishing. So just, you know, being around the water and, uh, and, and, being from air Owen sound was more true to what I am used to as opposed to the big cities as like Windsor and, and mm-hmm. Mississauga. So yeah, Owen sound was a really nice place to play. And, and I wasn't there that long, but I really enjoyed it. And, mm-hmm. and when you're in Owen sound, there's not a lot to do outside of just hang out with your teammates, which is mm-hmm. all of what you want to be doing when you're playing junior hockey. So it was, uh, it was Crush beers. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not too many, but yeah, it was just, you know, it's just so easy to hang out with each other because it's such a small place that we all lived, you know, even if you lived on the other side of town, it was only, you know, maybe five minutes away type thing. So it was uh yeah, it was a great place to play. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I always ask guys, what the hell made you want to be a goalie? Like I, I always say anybody who plays not like guys shoot the puck at you, man. Like, like, not like goalies aren't right. Like what the hell made you want to be a goalie? man? <laughs> I got, uh, I was actually a forward when we were young. Uh, and I was, you know, I was quite good, but my team didn't have a goalie. So oh. came down to it, you know, the coach and my dad used to be a goalie. So it kind of just fell into it. And, you know, I was a pretty good athlete. Uh, and, you know, I seemed to have pretty good success at what I, whatever I was doing. So he put me in net and said, here, you'll probably be good. So I went in net and that was it. Holy shit. Did you just <laughs> pat yourself on your back? <laughs> Still, man, that's, to, but that's pretty, pretty good athlete. athlete. Do that. Pretty good athlete. That's just kind of how it happened. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, uh, I mean, I play out in that now and uh, I always say to myself that uh, I should have stayed out in that because we'll never know what would have happened. But anyways, that's. <laughs> that's for the air beer, beer leagues to it's, it's are you still struggle. playing beer league oh yeah yeah out of net not it but, um, yes most goalies don't stay in net yeah i'm a goal scorer nowadays oh <laughs> well yeah <that's, laughs> we, we racked up more points than i did in the ohl <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> played a lot played a lot more games than me too well, <laughs> it, was, it was a good experience for sure so you being from like Cambridge area, I'm going to assume, are you a Leafs fan? Yeah, I would say. I don't really like, I'm not a diehard mm-hmm. Leafs fan by any means, but, I'm, I, but I do cheer for the Leafs. I really like players more than teams specifically. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the Leafs are my team. No, oh, fucking Leafs. I, I got I got the Leaf upside down until we win a fucking round. Just one. <laughs> I, I just want one. Like uh, the Lions can win fucking three games three and a half games like the Leafs can win one round something's got to give when you you know in sports when you go through so many disappointments I think it's one of those things that you each time you're you, you take a little bit away at least you hope and and eventually you know the core there is obviously so good things are going to go go well eventually mm-hmm. I, I mean the, with the salary cap and, and contracts and such you, you can only go on for so long with what they have but I think if they can keep their their core guys together, I mean, they're, it's bound to go well because they, I mean, they're certainly a really good team. And going through those disappointments like that, yeah, it just uh, there's something about it that you need to have your heart broken. Like, look at Tampa Bay; they had the best season in NHL history, and they lost four straight in the first round, won two straight cups after. Yeah, they, had, they got they. It's almost like you need to get your heart broken in that 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 devastating loss to. I don't know what it does, but it just makes you. Mm-hmm 
you, you, it makes you learn from it or makes you makes you extra hungry or, or that disappointment just and you, you don't want to ever deal with it again so well you same don't. thing with same thing with detroit right they best, say, best yeah. teams on paper and and yeah getting ousted in the first round right but in in all honesty i i find that detroit uh toronto just never had that goalie that can make that big stop like from from rhymer to you know uh what was the other one that they raycroft you know what what do you think about jack campbell nice having an incredible year i mean and not just year i mean he was he was excellent last year too and and ever since he's came to toronto so it's uh you know a credit to him to stick with it obviously through a lot of you know ups and downs and i don't think ability was ever an issue clearly he you know he was very highly touted and, and had all kinds of ability but sometimes with you know being a goalie or, or any any kind of sport or player for that matter just you need something to click to put it all together and obviously he he's done that and good good for him you know, it's nice to see, uh, and he's obviously, you, I mean, you just look at the way his teammates talk about him. Clearly, he's a he's a heck of a good guy. So, you yeah, know, it's nice incredible nice human being. Incredible. Yeah, it's nice to like, see. I watched that uh, Toronto, like, what was it called? Uh, All or Nothing. All or Nothing. Yeah. And that guy, that guy cried more than he talked. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? A, and so and nice put every praise team. on every guy in front of him. Like, mm-hmm. meanwhile, in all reality, when they played Montreal last year, I thought he was the best player on that ice. Yeah, they just they didn't score. He was no. fantastic. They just no. didn't score. They, they yeah. just didn't help him out. And that's <clears> going to be a helpless feeling as a goalie, you should know, right? You know, like, <laughs> like what can you do? Like, yeah, you, you just, just only do your best and hopefully. It's just all a part of it, right? Like, there's there's nights where, you know, you're really, really good and, and it just doesn't work out that you can't score or whatever and you, and you lose and there's nights where you're not very good and the team plays excellent and you win. So it kind of just, yeah. that's the way it goes. And unfortunately for a goalie, when they, the nights where it doesn't go good, the entire rink knows. And that's, you know, part of part of being a goalie and you have to get tougher. You, you won't last. You were yeah. here too, like through like some of the worst, times in Windsor too like you guys had it was a rough patch for freaking Windsor then and like you were right there in it man like just I, uh, you, I, I wish- was like I was actually looking you I didn't realize some of the guys that you played with you played with Steve Downey you played with uh what's Brian's last name there again shit it slipped my name he won the cup like three times um uh, yeah. Bickle I want to say oh Bickle yeah, yeah I didn't play with him he got traded um okay. Two Windsor when I was already gone, but okay, yeah, he actually lived at he lived at my billet's house, so I kind of had a bit of a connection with him. Yeah, he, well, I wasn't there nonetheless, but he hmm. he went where I was. Yeah, but yeah, man, you were there through. <laughs> like, you had to have had some nights where you're just getting shelled because, like, yeah, we we had our struggles, a bit of a rebuild, and and yeah. you know, things were kind of coming together. And unfortunately for for me, it just didn't work out. Uh, you know, I had a bit of bit of bad luck and bit of you know not not doing as well as i should have and it's uh yeah but it didn't yeah, work but out that's not me. on you though like you know what i mean it can't yeah, be hey, just you like sure sure the team was struggling i was yeah. uh, i mean broken 100 oh, it's year. on you it's on you 100%. 100%. <laughs> well the, i mean uh, the way that, hey you can only look at one person right look in the mirror that, <laughs> it's so, like uh, the pitcher right yeah you know you're the last line of defense and if you let it in everybody's gonna shit on you and and, sure. and it's unreal how how thick skin and mentally tough you have to be to have that position because you know what I mean. 
somebody can walk around the D and and then put a, a deek on you and that's that's the one they remember. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's that's uh, all part of the position. And like I said, when when a goal there's two sides to it because when a goalie has a great night, everybody knows. But then yeah. when they have a terrible night, you know the same. So yeah, you know, well, it's trade them, trade them, get rid of them. Yeah, you know, a winger or something can skate around and do absolutely nothing for an entire game, and you might not notice. He's you, Nylander. Nylander. <laughs> but when a goal, when a goalie, it doesn't go well for him. Everybody notices. So that's just yeah. a part of the position. Nylander can take three games off and then go out and score two, and everybody forgets yeah. about the three games that he just shit the bed on. <laughs> he's you know a, I mean? like he's a unique player because, like, you know, there's nights where you're like, you could be frustrated with him. But then all of a sudden he gets the puck and you're like, oh my God, he's just so right. so skilled and so good that it's, you know, it's hard to stay mad at him for long because he does something that not many other people can do. And it's like a Phil Kessel. Yeah, same idea. Right? You know, mm-hmm. like it, when 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 Toronto's in their end and Phil Kessel was on that team, it was like they were shorthanded. Because <laughs> you could dump it around the boards and he's not going near it. You know, Van Riemsdyk and uh who was it, Tyler Bozak? You know, like they're trying to get it out of their zone, and Phil doesn't want anything to do with it. But he can score. <laughs> he can score, but he was yeah. still a minus thirty-six while he was in Toronto. <laughs> so, oh just saying. Hey, did uh, you start playing junior? You you were like fifteen, sixteen, weren't you? You were kind of yeah. Young. I was young. I was at, well. I actually have a late birthday, so I was fourteen when I started. But in junior, wow, yeah, the Holy. rules were different. Then. Didn't that scare the shit out of you going in as a goalie? No, I mean. I was ready, you know, I just, uh, I was excelling in minor hockey. So I thought I'd give it a shot to try out for the junior team. And, and I had a, you know, a pretty good training camp and I made the team and, and there certainly was an adjustment, of course, like, you know, making the team in preseason as opposed to playing regular season games against, you know, the, you know, the legitimate lineups was certainly different. So there was an adjustment, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. And, and I was on a good team, which, which helped too. So that was nice. That's nuts, man. Jesus. That's young. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was good. I, I, uh, I enjoyed it and no, it was a, it was a good experience for sure. And also Kyle, did you, did you have to get like a signature from your parents to, to play at that young of an age? Like 14? I don't know. I don't, that's like Ty Domi shit. Um, I, yeah, maybe I can't remember. Like, I think I want to say my dad had maybe had to sign something. I can't remember for sure, but but obviously my parents were all for it and, you know, whatever they were going to support me and whatever I did and they still do. So it was, yeah, they were, it was, uh, yeah. If, if that was what I wanted to do, then they were on board. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. And must've been actually freaking cool too. Cause essentially you're kind of playing for your hometown squad, right? Yeah. I played for the Cambridge Winterhawks. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I, and in air, we don't have a high school. So I, I went to high school in Cambridge. Um, so yeah, it was, it was certainly a, a good thing. And, you know, we were back then it was maybe a little bit different. We, with the shutdowns and such, I, mean, I don't know if it's yeah. such a draw like it used to be, but when, when I was there, it certainly was, uh, you know, the main event for hockey in the town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for sure. Now, when it come to the OHL, were you like drafted, invited to a camp? Like how did all that go down? Yeah. I got, uh, drafted by Windsor in the fourth round, I think like. 65th overall I want to say maybe um I was honestly like the draft experience was neat uh Windsor was actually one of the teams I did not talk to I talked to pretty much all of them um Windsor I think maybe Belleville or somebody I don't know there was very few I didn't talk to 
um, and that's who picked me. So probably like <laughs> it was Windsor. Kind of, but, <laughs> well, yeah, it was like you know, there's a couple teams that you know I had spoke to quite a bit with, so you kind of thought that maybe one of them was going to take you, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so now the, now the conversation. <clears throat> how, how does that go? Like when you're talking to these teams, how, how does well? That- they used to send, I doubt they do it anymore, but they used to send letters um, and you'd kind of questionnaire. And then you talk to, I've talked to guys after games like scouts or, or GMs or whatever. They, you know, they'd come watch you play. And then after the game, they'd have a quick conversation with you um, over the phone. So I talked to a number of different teams and, and all of those fashions, like I said, and, and, you know, Windsor wasn't one of the conversations, but obviously they must've, must've been watching because they picked me. So. <clears throat> Wins yeah, is pretty sneaky, eh? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of the years from WFCU to the barn. Did you get to play at the barn? You got to play at the barn, didn't you? I was at the barn, yeah. I unfortunately was a, a couple years too uh too early to play at the new one. And and the new one's right down the street from where I live too. So that oh. would have been excellent. But but yeah, the barn was good. Like I I mean I enjoyed playing there, but you know, if if you're gonna ask me which one I would pick, clearly it uh oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an easy, easy the answer. Fans are savages here in Why? Winter, because right? it, it smells like darts in there, darts and beer. <laughs> There's quite a place. There's uh, <laughs> this is darts I mean, and vinegar, and that's I all I can smell every time I went in there. I don't want to speak from to, the fries. You know, Windsor, Windsor was good to me, and, and obviously I liked it, but it was always an interesting thing where I lived. So I, you know, I could either drive down Riverside or drive down Wyandotte, and the first nice day of the spring. You know, like everybody's out, right? Like, you, if you drove drove down, you're cruising Riverside. You, you well, you, you usually, but if you drove down Wyandotte the first nice day of the spring and you looked around, you're like, what is happening? There's creatures everywhere coming out of God knows where. That's it was just unbelievable. Like, oh. <laughs> and again, uh, I, I'm I'm from a small all town, honesty, so there's a lot of bums in Windsor, and, and they come out of hibernation, right? Like yeah. they find that warm place to live. Well, and, not to mention too, the barn's right next to the tunnel, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like at Burger King and the Burger yeah. King, I ate there a bunch at that Burger King. <laughs> <It was laughs> probably the, watching yeah, was, these guys play. Probably watching these guys but, leaving the game. Well, you get that ticket stub, right? And a free Whopper and a fry. Like, I'm fucking going. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. It was on, was on the back. I think it was, it was, was on the back after. of the ticket stub. You had a free, it was, I think it was a free Whopper. I think it was only after a win, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no. It was always on the back of the ticket. Was it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I'm missing out. <laughs> I'm missing out big time. I still got some, Ant. I'm sure you can <laughs> redeem them. Yeah. Let's try. Let's just try it just to see. You're like, what? They scored four goals back in fucking 98. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's the funniest way you've heard your name called out during? It could be like for a start or anything <laughs> like that. Because your name, right? It's spelt kind of. Most people like, just... like connectal would be. <laughs> kind of a standard one um it's not too far off but yeah nothing i don't think anything too wild but connecta would be the normal um one that i would hear the most that's funny i i didn't even call aunt to try and say your name when i so so i I, I gotta tell you this story so uh i follow bob murray and you know bob he Mm -hmm. loves you he says you're a fucking gem of a human being (laughs) he he made sure to make me say hi to you yeah he's a great he 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 just loves you to death he's like just an amazing human being and he sent me 
you know, your, your softball stuff, your, <laughs> your goalie stuff, like all the way to the, the um, what was it? Uh, Don Cherry's team there. Um, the ice dogs uh, and sent me pictures. I sent them to aunt. So like Bob takes very good care of us, mm -hmm. but he is like, just make sure you tell him I said, hi. So <laughs> no, he's uh he does a great job. I follow his stuff on Facebook and he's always got, um, you know, some really cool stuff on there and he really does a good job of promoting, you know, the game just in general. And he, and yeah. I know he loves softball too. So, you know, we have, uh, we have sure a lot does. Of so, yeah. We, we've uh, had him on the show too. Like if you want to go back and listen to that he, one, that was a yeah. great one. He, he, knows, a great guest. he yeah. knows so many human beings. Mm -hmm. He's hockey. Like, that have, whether they're in the game or out of the game or whatever, like you just, just, just an amazing person. He oh, takes yeah. such good care of me. Like I always say, I can find all the stuff on elite prospects or hockey DB, whatever I want. But Bob knows Bob, Bob's got archives stuff. Bob's got the inside scoop. He on does. He, yeah. he like, yeah. he's like the, you know, what he's is hockey it, the, Google, man. He's hockey yeah, Google. He is like, he's like the FBI of, uh, <laughs> of the OHL junior hockey. Man. Like, <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah, he, he, knows yeah, he would have uh, just a crazy amount of knowledge and, and, you know, he's it around the game and he, and he loves it. So he probably does, you know, he mm -hmm. does his search and yeah, he's certainly a, a wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. But he'll, he'll, he'll also say, well, this happened, but uh, don't ask him about that. But <laughs> I am, okay. but he didn't say it. You brought it up now. Now you're playing with the Spitfires oh and uh you're playing with a Lou and Dowdy. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, a bit of a, everybody remembers the, you know, the event that happened in practice, um, the fight. It was just bad timing, really. Like with, uh, it was, I think it was a Wednesday and we always played Thursday home games. So, of course, all the newscasts and the stuff are there with their, their cameras on the bench. So it couldn't have been any worse timing for, mm -hmm. for when that actually happened. Uh, but you know, the backstory was it was, it certainly wasn't a one, one off thing. It had been, uh, you know, brewing for quite, quite a while. And yeah, it's unfortunate the way it, like, you know, we all could have done things differently, but we were young and, you know, we certainly, every one of us did things that we probably shouldn't have, um, you know, and Akeem was a great player and, and, you know, he, he really is a good guy, but he, you know, if you asked him today, he probably wishes he had done some things differently too in the way he, you know, carried himself and, and treated his other teammates and veterans and stuff. You know, back then it was, if you were a rookie, you picked up the pucks, you, you did the water bottles, you just nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, just those things. And that probably still happens today, even in the game. Yeah. And Akeem wasn't too interested in doing any of that. And he'd let, and he'd let you know about it. And it didn't really sit well with, um, you know, a lot of the guys on the team. So it kind of created some animosity and you know, one thing led to another and, you know, the event on the bus that, uh, you know, we got in trouble for it, it really was harmless. We, we did the sweat box or whatever you want to call it. So each rookie participated, Akeem did not. And, and that was fine. Nobody, nobody made him do it. He, and he didn't, and no, no problem. So all the rookies went in the bathroom and, you know, we bundled up their clothes and put it in there and they weren't naked. They had their underwear on and they had to come out wearing clothes. It didn't matter if they were theirs or not. It was harmless. Everybody had a good time. Nobody got hurt. Nobody complained. And, and and from there on, it was over. And we did it. And we had fun. We all were at the back of the bus. It was on the way home from London. Um, you know, it was it was a really a harmless thing. There was no 
no wrong. Well, I mean, I guess if you, you could say it was wrong, but there wasn't any wrong intent or anything like that. Yeah. And so anyways, we moving past that, it wasn't even thought of. And then, uh, you know, of course, things were going the way they were. And that particular practice, we were working on power play. And, and Downey said something to Akeem, like, let's try this. Or I don't know exactly what he said. And Akeem told him, told him to fuck off. And Downey didn't like that. So he cross-checked him in the mouth. And, and again, it wasn't a one, it, it, this had been, you know, with Akeem, unfortunately, it had been brewing over some time and it wasn't just Steve, but, you know, uh, of course, Steve being the kind of fiery guy he was yeah. and, and, and he just, he was, he wasn't going to take it and he didn't. So, you know, he cross-checked him and, and clearly that was not the right thing to do, but he did it. Uh, so Akeem left and we kind of thought that was it. And then all of a sudden he came flying back on the ice and he wasn't wearing I think he was only wearing maybe his bottom half in a jersey and he yeah. beelined right down for for Steve and they went at her and, and of course the video that you see it doesn't really show the what exactly happened I mean they at the start they were kind of tussling and throwing back and forth but down he beat the crap out of them pretty good um and you know oh yeah and, and the team is too but it, it was one of those things that it it, it kind of <laughs> I don't want to say it needed to happen, but it was, it was going to happen whether it was that practice or a week from then or, or a month. From then. It was, something was going to happen just the way things were going. Um, so, you know, nobody was too eager to break it up. They kind of just, we let it go. And, well, yeah, it was, you know, he, I don't want to say he was getting what he deserved because that's not fair, but it, it certainly was, you know, going the, in the direction where it, it was just a matter of time before there was an incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways it it happened and you know kind of after that you you look past it and you move on yeah. uh, we went to a team bowling that night and and next thing you know Mo Mantha or who was our coach at the time shows up and it, you know says we got a problem uh you know and Akeem went to the league about the the bus incident I guess and and you know and and, and again I'm not saying I'm not blaming him because you know there's probably lots of things that I don't know about that happened and and did we all treat him the way we should have probably not you know, we could have been, we could have been better to him for sure, but he could also help himself. So, yeah, of course. you know, it, but it's not, it's definitely not all on him. It's just, yeah. you know, unfortunate the way it happened. And then of course the next morning you're, you turn on sports center and like, Oh, oh everywhere. This, this is a problem. So the only thing, the only thing that I thought was wrong about the whole situation is just the freaking cross check. If there's yeah. that, if there's that bad of a fucking problem, drop your gloves, handle yeah. it at practice, get it done and let's go. For let's sure. let, let's move sure. on. Like, so yeah, you, you know, certainly every one of us has some, some, you know, blame. I a guy in practice before I didn't fucking like, you know what I mean? It is what it is. It happens. Like, you know, we, we could all, you know, and again, we're, we're all young kids at that point. So, you know, we certainly don't always make the best decisions and we, we could all handle ourselves differently. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, I didn't, again, I might be naive to some of the other things that could happen. That's, yeah, I, I, I wasn't everywhere at, at, at every time. So, um, yeah. you know, I know for my side of things, it was, uh, an unfortunate thing and, you know, it got blown away out of proportion. Oh yeah. Mo, Mo Mantha got fired because of it. And it, it certainly wasn't his fault. Like when the thing on the bus that they seemed to be really the one that they cared about a lot, like he was sleeping. He didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. We were at the back of the bus doing our thing and he had no idea. So it wasn't his fault. Shit um, rolls downhill. Yeah. I mean, could, could he have maybe pulled Akeem aside to, you know, 
talk with him about the way he was speaking with his teammates and stuff. Yeah, maybe, but he probably didn't even know that was happening. So, you know, it was it certainly wasn't on him. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, <laughs> my understanding is that everybody's naked in the bathroom. You know what I mean? They weren't naked, but right. But, but this is the understanding that everybody yeah. thought. That's right. Media. So they pushed everybody. It's a, it's a rookie party, like a, yeah. or a rookie thing. Right. They push everybody in the bathroom and listening to uh, <laughs> biz uh, from spit and chicklets. He's like, I was in that bathroom and they make you, they, they throw a bunch of change on the floor and they say, come up with 85 cents. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and biz is stumbling around going, somebody give me a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Like five. Yeah, probably. Do you think that, in all honesty, your opinion, and and you can deny or whatever, but do you think he made it a black and white thing? I I don't know. Maybe um, you know. I don't. I did at the time. I didn't think anything of it. Like in that sense, you know. Now looking back, like you know, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, it didn't it didn't feel that way by any means. Um, but I, I can't. I can't say I can't know how Akeem was feeling in those situations. And, right. and maybe, maybe he did think, and maybe, and maybe again, maybe it was happening and I just didn't, I didn't know about it, but it certainly didn't feel that way. Uh, you know, being a part of it, I didn't, I didn't ever think that way or, or feel that way. And but again, I can't, I can't tell you how he felt. And, and maybe, maybe if you're in his shoes, things appear different than they did to me. That, right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know. It t- in, in my and the way I uh, was feeling in the time, it certainly wasn't an issue. But again, it um, you know it could have been in his eyes. Yeah, he just didn't want to do it. Yeah, and that's fine. Like nobody, we weren't we weren't forcing him. And, and, and you're again, not part I'm, of the team if you don't do it. Like everybody like can this. do. You can do a hundred shots in, in one night, or you do that. What what's that uh, airplane thing? Like you have fifty shots in fifty minutes, or whatever yeah. fuck it is. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to participate in it, you don't participate in it. But you're going to get a ribbon about it. Yeah, that, and that's kind of thing. Like, it was every other rookie did it, and and yep. it was an, it, you know, it was done in good fun. Everybody had fun. We laughed. We joked. We, you know, we just it wasn't anything bad. And again, in my eyes, um, you know, and it, and probably if you ask some of the rookies on the team, they'll remember the night too. And and I I think I'd like to think they they would tell a similar story to me and the fact that it wasn't um you know there was no harm being done we were just having a good time at the back right. of the bus yeah uh, you, had to, you had to put a pair of clothes on that maybe wasn't yours yeah but yeah and it was you know it you wasn't just like didn't they want were, to be a part of it well that's not like, a good teammate either that's the media though anything for a fucking story right sure yeah, exactly yeah like so it, you know and and he didn't yeah like i said akeem didn't want to take part and that's fine but yeah everybody else did and it was uh you know mm. there was no problems it, it was, was all good yeah. yeah normal shit hey who yeah. was the guy who shot like shot the hardest that, that you just like I, it could have like hit you in the shoulder or caught it in your glove or something and you just thought like holy shit that was hard is there any there's a, wire? A, a guy oh, i didn't he wasn't on my team but uh he played for sarnia john hekamovic great big guy uh, God, he had a heavy shot. He's from Kitchener. I, I, I know his uh, family in a roundabout way, but he had a real heavy shot. And I remember taking one in the chest and it <laughs> knocked, knocked the oh, window. To me. He really, God. yeah, he, he really had a real heavy shot. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I could never play net, man. 
those pucks hurt, man. Well, Even you know, though you're wearing all that you stuff, if you get hit anything. in the right spot, like like I always find the goalies, it's like freaking collarbone area, right? Yes. Like sometimes like oh, yeah. near your freaking elbows and stuff. I know is Any, another anywhere where there's a crease, a crease in your equipment, that's a, a prime spot to get hit. Oh, couldn't do it. So Kyle, you co- you come to Windsor, like how how did you end up in Windsor? So yeah, I got drafted there. And then my, my first year I went to training camp and I didn't play. I, I went back for one more year of junior B. Uh, and then the next year I came uh, and then I made the team. And yeah, and, that, and I played there for two and a half seasons. And wow, two and less than a half, but two and a quarter or whatever it was. My second year was great. We, we made a good playoff run. We won a playoff series and then lost to London, who may have been the greatest team ever in junior, junior hockey. Who's, but uh, Who's on that team? I think that was Everybody. like Kane and Kane and Perry. No, and them, I think, no, it? Kane. It wasn't Kane, but Corey Perry, Rob Shrimp, Dave oh. Boland, Danny Savret, uh, Mark Mathot, Danny Rich. Like they were just they, they won the Memorial Cup. It was in London that year. They beat. We had uh, Shrimp uh, on here. Yeah, Shrimp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. So so you're amongst greatness around us now. So <laughs> well, he, um, he certainly had his fair share of goals on me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, and you know what? That kid. Like, and I can say that because I'm 52. That kid was so far ahead of his time that nobody understood what he could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With the dangles and the yeah, pick up the puck bad. and it's lacrosse bad, yeah. and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, just an amazing hockey player. It's too bad. Like, just obviously things didn't work out for him the way he, you know, would have hoped in the NHL. But he would probably be better suited for today's game than he for than sure he when he for went sure. into the NHL. He uh, said the exact his, same thing. Yeah, yeah. His abilities were superior to. I, I bet if he went to an NHL practice right now, he'd still be the most skilled player on the yeah. ice. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, like when we interviewed him, we interviewed him at like six o'clock, and we're wherever he was living it was like 12 o'clock and yeah, he, he stayed, stayed up, up he stayed in up the dark fucking, it was like a thing over top of his yeah. head like it, it was, was like awesome like, him. he was yeah. amazing he was an amazing guy like yeah but he also regretted um not listening more for sure because you know yeah. like he could do that drag between his legs or he could do that flip over between the legs and and up into the top corner and the coaches didn't like it. And he's like, but I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, why not? Showtime. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now, certainly. now everybody wants to see it. You know yeah. what I mean? And and but he was he was he was he was what 20 years ahead of his time. Yeah. Oh big yeah, time. he he's bet definitely and yeah, you guys obviously are agreeing. He he you know he he would have been perfect for today's game. Um, 100%. You know, the game was more clutch and grab and not as highly skilled as it was. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there's lots of skilled players then too, of course. But now the game is more evolved around you know, skills and, and skating, of course, too. But uh, yeah, he would have probably been a better suited player in today's game than he was when he uh, when he broke into the NHL. And he still had some pretty good years. He just didn't, um, you know, didn't didn't light the world on fire like he did in junior. And and, and he certainly wasn't because he wasn't capable of just it just didn't, uh, you know, just didn't didn't work out for him, unfortunately. Yeah, like you said, like though, but he was he was on one of the greatest teams ever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. the London Knights. So, well, they it's well. unreal. Um, it's so, unreal. <laughs> hey, um, where did you get your first OHL win at, and who was it against? The Windsor Arena against Belleville Bulls. It was Belleville. What about a shutout? Yeah. I don't think I ever got one. No, no, I don't think so. No. 
close a couple times, like late into the games. And just, yeah, that's got to piss you off. Eh? You stay oh, on yeah. your head yeah, all game, and then they score with like a minute and a half left. It's like, oh, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess other than Owen, when I played Owen Sound, they were a pretty, pretty good defensive team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my years in Windsor, we were, again, my set, we, we weren't bad, but we weren't great and we weren't necessarily as defensive minded as, you know, we scored some goals, but we also gave right. them up. So it was, uh, one of those things that they really never, you know, some of the teams that were maybe a little stingier, they were easier to come by for sure. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. Kyle, give me, give me a good Cam Jansen story. Oh boy. <laughs> he was, uh, he was quite an entertainer. I'll tell you, he really knew how to get the, especially in the old Windsor arena there, he'd get the crowd going wild and whooping it up. And yeah, he was, uh, I mean, he was an excellent, a great teammate, a great guy. And, and he, but yeah, he was certainly a, he was a master entertainer. He, uh, I, God, he fought everybody and anybody that would fight him that, for that say, uh, but he fought Bill Kinkle uh, one night who was on Kingston, great big bugger. And they were right. Like I wasn't playing this game and they were right in front of me and God, the sound, oh man, he was beating on that poor bugger. And Kinkle was so out of sorts. He skated to the, you know, in Windsor arena down in the, uh, far end is the Zamboni door yeah. and he instead of skating to the penalty box he's skating down to the Zamboni door knocking on the glass trying to get out he was so out of it hey your dressing room's across the ice there right next to your bench just go out there my god yeah yeah <laughs> that, that sucks I, I went to the wrong wrong bench too a couple times <laughs> yeah oh, he, he certainly wasn't what? uh he was he was a tough man wasn't Josh Gratton there at the same time uh, I was, he was there for my first training camp, but I never played with him. Yeah. Cause those two were nuts together. Yeah. Jansen and Grattan. Yeah. My God, those two would get that place rocking. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were perfect for that. Oh, the Bash <laughs> brothers, Windsor Bash brothers. Oh yeah. So Kyle, can you tell me anything about Perpich? Oh, he, what a good, he's the best guy. Uh, yeah. I would have so fortunate to be, be in Windsor when he was there he was just uh you know just an all-around great guy and and just very caring and, and not just on the hockey sense but you know cared about you as a as you know we were young kids obviously but he cared about you as a person cared about how you were doing and you know and talks to like your parents and and you know when your parents there he's asking them how they're doing shaking their hands and just a just a world world-class guy and I know you know he, he was around for a very long time and 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 obviously he was because he was, you know, not only was he a great hockey guy, but he was just a really, really good guy. Um, yeah, I, I certainly feel very fortunate to be be there when, you know, and during his time and, and be a part of things with him. And yeah, I'll uh, certainly never forget him. And uh, yeah, he's just, you can't say enough good things about him. Mm-hmm. Because we, we like so many people have brought him up because he's just a big He's a, just a big uh, de- deal here in Essex County. Like he's coached Bell River. He's coached in Essex. He's, you know what I mean? Like Windsor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like he's got a couple shots at Windsor. Like, like it, it's just, I can't, I can't wait to get him on. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, I'm gonna get him on. he's, he's seen it all. On. Like literally he, he would have seen it all. And yeah, like I said, he was, he was certainly, uh, you know, fortunate to be there and, and the time when he was, and he was not only a good coach, but just a good guy. And, and, um, you know, you have some coaches that are all business and, and, and that's okay too, but he, you know, he really cared about you as a, as a person and, and, and really just treated you, you know, exceptionally well. Um, yeah. So he was, yeah, he, about as good as guy as you could ever find. That's for sure. 
Hey, have you ever played in Windsor as a visiting goalie? I have, and yeah. What was that like? Because we we know, <laughs> like, back in the days of the <clears throat> the fans would always get on the case of the other goalie. Did they do it to you? Well, I think they took it easy on me being that I played there for, for two. And it wasn't long after either. So I, I played there for, for Owen Sound. Um, and, and we won in a shootout. So it was, uh, it was good. Uh, I think we won three, two, maybe it was, uh, it was a good game. And, uh, yeah, no, they were, they were very good to me. Uh, but had it been, you know, just a regular visiting goalie, I'm oh, sure it's a different story. I, I've seen that place <laughs> packed and everybody on that goalie. Like, oh, I've yeah. been like, wow, how do you even play? They're chanting his name, everything, <laughs> putting photos up on the glass of like, dude. Yeah. And stuff like that, like just yeah, no, they were they were certainly they were they were easy on me, and actually they were they were great to me, and and you know I I would have liked for it to gone differently in uh, in Windsor, and obviously finished finished things out there, and and you know been a part of some more winning, but it didn't happen. But in, in general, I can't say uh, you know it was it was great, and the fans were always good to me. So they let you off easy, eh? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, you also got to play with uh, Bobby Ryan. I did. Yeah. He was, uh, he was exceptionally skilled and you know what? He was a really good guy. He was, um, yeah, just, yeah, just a good guy. He was just a big kid and, and like just crazy skills. Um, and same thing. He was probably when you talk about shrimp ahead of his time too. And now, you know, he's still, I don't know if he is still playing, but he was recently and he's just, you know, he's getting near the end, but his, yeah, what a, what a skill, what a skill player he was and, and a real good guy too. He was uh, a good teammate and, and easy to get along with. And yeah, I, I enjoyed playing with them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also played with uh, Sitch. <laughs> Sitch yeah. And you, 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 you were roommates with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, I didn't really know his sister taught at my school in Windsor um, at St. Anne's. So I, I kind of knew him a little bit um, before this and then being obviously having a bit of a Windsor connection, we were, you know, when he came to Fayetteville, when I was playing there, he, he had been in Fayetteville and then left and then came back. <clears throat> so we had an instant kind of, you know, local connection, if you want to call it that. And uh, I was living in the hotel and then I don't know, one way or the other, I ended up uh, going to his apartment and he, he's quite a guy. He, uh, yeah, he, he wild for sure. And, uh, you know, he was certainly more into, you know, partying and all those extra things than I was, but I, uh, you know, I definitely had a good time. They call and, them curriculars. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> as many things as he got into and, and as wild as he was, the guy has a heart of gold and, and that's true still at this day. And I, I played on the same ball team with him for, for quite a few years. He doesn't play with us anymore, but uh, you know, it was kind of unique how it worked out. We were roommates in hockey and, and obviously very close and we continued on to, you know, win a lot of, Win a lot of ball games together and win a Canadian championship together, two of them actually. So it was kind of a cool way how it all went about. And yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with him. Yeah, he played oh, like spe- speaking of ball, you might you might have heard of me too, right? So uh <laughs> played a lot of co ed <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe some D um you know, one one of champion uh provincials. Humble brag. Know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal here around Essex. And then he hurt his ankle. Played with the Winning. Legion. Winning yeah. at D Provincials. If you want a D Provincials in Niagara, that's a heck of a lot harder than winning Men's A, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. In Women's like- A, did you say? <laughs> no, I think he said it's harder to win. 
it is because there's like there's there's a lot. yeah there's yeah. a lot more teams and we, we lost our first game it was it was pretty awesome though but uh so now being a goalie what position do you play in uh softball like are you a first baseman or nope. are you a nope. third nope. outfield yeah runs like a fucking beer that coming I yeah, figured no. one or the other, first baseman I, or third baseman. I could probably play. I, I've pitched a little bit here and there recently, but no, outfield is my is my spot. Um, I never played baseball growing up. So, you know, if you, at the level we play at here and the ball we play, pretty much all the infielders are ex-baseball players and they're just so slick fielding. And I, you know, I never played as a kid, so I didn't uh, learn the fundamentals with them. But I mean, in my opinion, playing the outfield is a heck of a lot easier. Just run and catch it and throw it to the guy going like this. So yeah, yeah, hit the cutoff. You know, you but it's hard you when you're on that huge fucking freaking like field there, and you're only playing three outfielders. And <laughs> yeah, it's like... for sure, there's a lot of running. Um, you know, it's a it's a taxing position in the outfield, and over the course of a weekend, if you play a lot of games, you certainly you know you can get wore out. But it's uh, overall, and, and you know, the, being that I don't come from a baseball background, it's certainly an easier position than playing infield. Well, you guys never had to play a lot of games. You guys always went fucking five and zero right through it, and we'd be fucking playing nineteen games, and we'd lose in the quarterfinals. Like that's the so that's the way we like to do it. But it, uh, yeah, we've we've had to run through the losers bracket a few times. But generally speaking, we we try to make it as easy on ourselves as possible, which happens a lot of the times. <laughs> it's not even fair. So like, I just walk up to the plate and I'm like looking around. Like, no matter where you hit the ball, it's an out. Like if you don't hit it out, yeah, yeah, we've been, uh, yeah, we've been pretty, pretty darn successful, and, and you know, there's so much that goes into it that you know doesn't meet the eye. Like the you know, the guys that run our team, you know, Reg, everybody knows him as Reg. His name's Grant Garrett, mm-hmm. and and Gowie, Kevin Gowalock, and and the rest of the guys that run our team. Like they just do so much for us. It's it's amazing. We're I I know it's only a recreational sport, but. I feel so lucky to be able to play for, you know, for the Orioles and be a part of the, you know, the organization that they've created. It, uh, you know, it goes just beyond the, the recreation of, of, of the game. And I love the game and it's, it's an amazing game. And I, I'm so happy that I found it after hockey, of course, but it just, yeah, I feel very lucky to be a part of it. Now you played team Canada too, didn't you? Yeah. I've been pretty fortunate there too. Um, we haven't had it for a couple of years, but, uh, you know, I've been on, I can't remember how many, maybe six or seven times now. Um, and big deal. had we had it, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to go to Oklahoma city had we had it, uh, this year, but we did not. Mm-hmm. So maybe next year we'll see. Did you, uh, play with, uh, James Kelly? Yeah, I did. Yep. I played with him on the Orioles and on team Canada, uh, you know, Rook, same thing. He's a, he's a real Rook's good a guy. Good buddy of mine. Yeah, I, I get along. I got along with Rook really well, and he's a he was a great teammate to me. And obviously, I came into uh, fucking lazy fun. though, eh? <laughs> Bro, he's so, so smooth though, man. He's so oh yeah, smooth. yeah. And I, I mean, he, I came. He on led our men's league. He led our men's league by six, probably sixty five points in 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 Harrow, and then decided he wanted to be a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, the only reason that you're being a goalie is because you're fucking lazy. That <laughs> league is no joke, too. That, that league's no joke, too. That Harrow League's right. a good league. It always has but, been. But I, I still think he won the scoring title because he was so far ahead of fucking anybody else. Just, you know I mean, he was just a great big Eric Lindros motherfucker, <laughs> you know? Like, just just incredible. And then he goes and plays softball, and he's Albert Pujols. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Well, look at the size of him, player. man. He's yeah. got that silky he's a monster. swing. He's, he's a monster, and I love him. Yeah, love didn't him. even look like he's trying. When he swings. No, effortless. Just, His yeah. swings are just like a yeah, just a flick, yeah. right? Yeah, like a flick of the wrist, and he hits it like 400 yeah. feet. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. I used to hate yeah. playing against him, especially <laughs> yeah, when there was, was no the... fence, <laughs> right? When there's yeah. no fence, if there, there's a fence, like whatever, Rook, hit it out. No. We know you're gonna. Yeah. But if when I was no in the fence, out, if I would have ever played outfield and he hit against me <laughs> with no fence, <laughs> good luck. Get another ball. Yeah. Well, the the funniest ball. part is when you move back on him, he still hits it over your head. Yeah. It like doesn't it's... even matter. <laughs> I would rather stand short because I don't have to walk all the way back. <laughs> To bring myself into the game for the next header, you know what hey, I mean? Like being yeah. in net, do you ever have the chance to shoot for a goal, or have you tried? One time, yeah, uh, it got uh, knocked down by high stick. Unfortunately, oh. so it was too early to tell whether it was. It looked looked like it was online, but it was too early to tell for sure. But uh, yeah, I got knocked down. I actually, I'm a pretty good shot. I mean, and I was a forward. I have a very good shot, and I had a good shot for being a goalie too. But holy uh, fuck, is your arm get? Bro, is your arm getting tired? Like, pat yourself on the back and get Hey, man, I love yeah. seeing I love can't, seeing can't guys help shoot. No, everybody does. But now he's saying, I got a really good shot as a forward. Like, fuck. That's my best. Uh, that's he's my best. <laughs> he, Rob, he's not he's built cute. like us. <laughs> hey, he's got a dad bod. Oh, we all got dad bods. And this is what makes <laughs> us hot. That's funny. That makes us Rob, high. I'm all like tapped out when it comes to him. Do you, do you have anything else for him? Yeah, I'm going to ask him. All right, shoot it. Okay. So if you would have scored that goal <laughs> and that horn would have went off instead of that horn, what would your song have been? You know how the baseball players <laughs> have their walk-up music? Uh, I'm, I'm a country guy. Um, Love it. Jeez, I don't know. I can't. Uh, nothing's nothing's ringing my uh i was in the whips and chains she was <laughs> in the pain definitely definitely a country guy, but i can't uh I, I don't know nothing's really popping out at me but uh yeah i, I would have been pretty excited i heard no doubt that would have been sweet <laughs> all right bro it, it, it tongue ties everybody bro it, it's, nah, it's okay but like quite a few answers still pick a song one um, I love I like, this bar. Yeah, that's, there we go. Right now, I like uh, Jake Owens, pretty good. Luke Bryan. Um, you Luke Combs? Yeah, Luke Combs is fantastic. Yeah, I really like him. Yeah. So, pro I mean, nothing different than what everybody else is probably saying, but, uh, you know, those guys are all real good. Mm -hmm. Awesome. We really appreciate you coming on and uh, best of luck uh, with you and the new one coming too. So, I uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, great. thanks for having me. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. And uh yeah, I'm happy yeah. to happy to come on anytime. Yeah, this has been great, man. Thank you. Good luck with everything. The new like the new like little one on the way. Hopefully everything's <laughs> smooth and good with that. Um so. if you're ever in the Windsor area or we're up there, hit us up and then we'll have some beers or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I the rumor has it that Super Series may be traveling again. So I wouldn't be surprised if we we go that way, but we'll uh, we'll find out. Well, if you're down this way, hit us up. For sure, yeah, that'd be great. All right, buddy, thank you so much. Yeah, and if you're at any rec tournaments or co-ed tournaments, <laughs> you'll yeah. see me fucking hoisting the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I'll play with you. <laughs> In about ten that. years, when his rating drops, I would love that. <laughs> All right, Kyle, thank you, buddy. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
And there he was, folks, Mr. Kyle Nachtel. What a beauty. Dude, he had to play, like I was saying while we interviewed him, like he had to play net in Windsor during like some of the hardest times for the team. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck. So, yeah, Kyle, though, is absolute beauty. Um, great Dowdy, stories. Dowdy and Lou stuff, like, holy moly. Yeah, like, man, like, he's... That's just insane. And he played against, like, some NHL, like, legends yeah. in, the, in the OHL. So, that's pretty freaking cool. So, Great Kyle, guy, too. Yeah, what a awesome beauty. guy. So, Kyle, like we said, let us know when you're in the area. We'll definitely meet up with you. So, Rick Bonus. So what happened is his team had a one nothing lead in uh, I want to say St. Louis on Sunday, and um, so they blew it. The other team, so St. Louis scored two quick goals, and uh, Rick Bonus was like walking off the bench or whatever, and he had a stick in his hand. He was smashing it on the back of the bench. He hit it on the back of the bench twice. League fined him twenty five grand. <laughs> So he got fined 25 grand for his actions, they say. But do you really like I now I don't know if he was in the media after if he was blaming anything. I just seen that he was slamming his stick or whatever, and or he was slamming a stick, and then next thing I know, he was fine. So ridiculous. Yeah. So that yeah, that's look that's, at the guys that break sticks over the crossbars, and then the refs have to go and fucking they don't they don't, they don't even get a delay a game penalty, yeah, which they should, heavy, and yeah. an unsportsmanlike. And where's the fine for that? Dude, you like, want to know what I laugh at? Is I could like lift you, like kick your legs out from from underneath you, drop you on your fucking neck, and I get fined like five k. Yeah, because that's this the guy, league yeah, minimum then, yeah, or maximum. Then, yeah, and then this guy slashes a stick on the boards and gets fined twenty five k. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the mean? NHL. Don't you think that that would be the other way around? You would think. Where the coach gets 5K maybe, and the guy yeah. like out there fucking recklessly hurting guys gets right. 25K? But I don't think that's going to come out of his pocket. It'll come out of the, the team, right? Oh, The team I've, will pay for that. I, I've heard of fines that guys get where they're like 5K or whatever. And if, and if the team thinks it's bullshit, everybody just chips in and pays the fine. For sure. <laughs> like that's just how they do it. But like we've seen slew foots and like you said, you drop a guy's on their head and it's five grand. Yeah. Like, come on. This guy slashes a stick on the boards twice. He gets 25K. Doesn't make One sense. of the most dangerous, you know, helpless feelings getting slew footed too, right? Because you're nothing. You're in the air. You yeah. don't feel anything. Right away. Yeah. It sucks. It's one of the most dangerous asshole moves in hockey. Speaking of asshole moves in hockey. So the Habs, Weidman expected to have a hearing with the league after he got into a little mix up with Eric Halla from from the Bruins and he headbutted him. So he's going to get suspended, right? If you For sure. if you headbutt somebody, you're going to get suspended. Well, didn't they say only one but, game or something? Uh I haven't I seen I, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen the result. I was right. just going to ask you how many games do you think you would get? I think I think you got one game. Just one. So yeah. it must not have been that bad, but I didn't. I didn't fucking catch it, and I was watching it too, and I didn't catch it. I, I seen the fight. One game for the headbutt. Yeah. Okay, so we got one game. All right, that's not not horrible, I guess. Um, speaking of the bees, we'll go to a former bee, Lucic, roasted the Leafs, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not just fans he, roasting him. What What did he say? Something like he that. said something on the lines of, 
like same old Leafs because oh, they were up what four one in uh, Colorado or whatever, and then yeah. end up fucking losing. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Colorado, they're on a fucking roll, eh? At home, did you eleven wins in a row? Did you see the shot that Kale McCarr did against? Nashville. So he scored oh, that one so overtime. Fucking dirty. He scored that one overtime goal against uh Chicago, which was disgusting, which we actually shot the shit about last episode. And if you like this episode now, now he scores this goal. Like the perfect shot, like right under the crossbar, right over the goalie's shoulder. It was a beautiful shot. And he kind of used the guy on D as a screen, too, right? Yeah. Well, they had that. Is that the one where he had him chasing? It looks like he's gonna do a loop of the whole uh offensive zone and he fucking stops pivots and goes back in on net ball like that was no that that was the one he scored in in overtime against the black okay no this one he was this goal was was against nashville and so what he did is he come down the left side of the ice and uh he's a right-handed shot right so right what he did is the guy on D was kind of coming across like right at him. Well, he essentially, as soon as the D got almost right in front of him, he shot. So he used the D as a screen. So he kind of shot it like, I don't know. He shot it through this guy, I'm telling you, but through, and it was right under the crossbar, like the perfect shot. Yeah. It was beautiful. Remember how we talked about like not too long ago. I don't know if I brought this up last episode or not, but remember how we talked about not too long ago about, if a goal goes in and out or whatever that uh and the refs don't see it or whatever if there's a goal that they'll stop the play now yeah it happened the other night in the red wings game they stopped the play they stopped the play so what had happened is when they were playing in anaheim i think me and Steph were actually watching the game but they were playing in freaking anaheim and the i think it was troy terry i want to say who's been on an absolute fucking heater this year by the way so took a shot it went it hit that like middle bar Mm -hmm. and boom boom right back out and i was saying to staff i'm like i think that went in and she's like no it didn't like it was too quick i'm like i think it went in so and i was like well no and she's like why i'm like because the horn will sound they'll still they'll stop the play and not even 10 seconds after i said it play stop the crowd starts cheering right away because they know it's a goal right yeah but yeah, so I was saying I like it, that rule. Yeah, and then well, it it avoids fucking injury. It, you don't have to play like another six minutes and then have of to no have time back like on a nothing. Clock. Yeah, like yeah. and, and what if you go down and score in the other zone? Then they have to go back and review it, and then that's a no goal, and then this yeah, and then, is a goal, right? And then that's a no goal, and that's a goal. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But yeah. So but did I, you did you see that uh, back to Macar there a little bit? Uh, did you see that uh, Bobby Clark uh, giving Ron Hextall shit for passing up on him yeah, in uh, well, 2017? He said that the whole room wanted Kale McCarr and Hextall was the only guy that did it. And he draft who did he draft? I don't remember. I think I got it right here though. There was someone. So it was McCarr would have been a flyer. And who did he? Oh, it was uh, Nolan Patrick. Yes, it was Nolan Patrick. Come on. Like, hey, he's good and everything, but he's not Kale McCarr. Nope. So, Hexall, you fucking, you dropped the ball on that one. I'll tell you that. You can't pick all winners. No, but still, if he's the next in line and the whole room agrees, that's all your scouting staff. That's all your fucking coaching staff. That's all your, if you're the only one that, doesn't like it what's what's you know what i mean and it's like well okay if everybody else here 
you don't get them right all the time there, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, so, and, yeah. To, to, to go against the group like that, that's, that's kinda... fucking bad. And look at, look who we passed up. You got to be kicking yourself. Yeah, that's just pumping that. out your chest and saying I'm the boss, you know, maybe he just knew that he was going over to Pittsburgh. So he was like, I don't want to fucking give these guys a fucking Kale McCarr and, and, <laughs> and Philly. Plotting <laughs> 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 it with his little crystal ball, but I don't know. But yeah, so I don't know, man. Speaking of being on the road and stuff, Matthews, nine straight games on the road with a goal he scored last night in Arizona and his homecoming. Well, not his homecoming. He's played there before, but this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, he looked good, obviously, and he sniped. He did that, <clears throat> he did that little patent drag and wrist shot. Yep. Did that. You obviously probably seen it, right? No, I didn't. I didn't no. see it. No. Just your normal Matthews fucking snipe. <laughs> That's yeah. I'd lose two exactly. one to the Coyotes. To the fucking Coyotes? Mm. Kidding me? Arizona played good though, man. Their yeah, goalie stood on their head good, yeah. though. Yeah. He was fantastic. Um seems like we've been talking about this cat every week too, is Jack Eichel. So Eichel is on the ice now with the Vegas Golden Knights. He's on now practicing with the team. In a non-contact jersey, obviously. They still don't really know when he's coming back. I think it's going to be February-ish, sometime in February, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, when he goes back into that lineup, look out. That's all I'm going to say there. <laughs> yeah. Look out. Vegas could be one of the favorites now, personally. And they were in I'm very running. interested to see how Eichel pans out there. I think he's going to be fantastic. Well, like I've heard a lot of rumors about him. Uh, just being a, a head case in the dressing room. Yeah, you're not going to so, be able to there, man. They got a couple vets there that will keep that in line. Yep. Um, Los Angeles Kings. You you had you you had a little note on them, didn't you? L.A. No. The former Montreal GM. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Bergevin um, got picked up for assistant uh, assistant to the vice uh, assistant to the GM. So he'll be you know, working like, with Rob Blake. Yeah. So obviously grooming him because, you know, like he does have a lot of experience and oh my God, he's yeah. built some pretty good fucking teams there in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Montreal sucks to be a Habs fan right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that does really suck big time. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on the whole Los Angeles Kings thing. See how that goes. Rob comes to one of my favorite segments of the show, our beauty of the week. Rob, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Yeah, first? I'll go first. Go ahead. Who do you got? Mine is, and it just rots my gut to say it, is uh, Brad Marchand mm -hmm. with his uh, uh, hat trick uh, shorty to make his hat trick. It was it was an awesome goal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You're going Brad Marchand. I'm going Brad it's Marchand. It's funny that you picked him because I'm going to go with a Boston guy as well, and I'm going to say I'm going to – do rask just to say welcome back because i know he's been uh he's been through a bunch of shit and he took care of a bunch of stuff and he fought his way back and he did it the right way and he went down to the minors and he played there a little bit and now he's back up with the squad and he gets his first start tonight so nice. uh i'm hoping that it goes well for him and i i i don't think he's won a cup yet right no I would not mind seeing him win a Stanley Cup either after seeing that the fans and everything have shit on him there. So I wouldn't mind seeing him win a Stanley Cup. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, if it was with somebody else other than the fucking Bruins. Yeah, I know. Just because you don't like Boston. So my beauty of the week is 
Mr. Tukaras. So good luck to him. Nice. On that note, do you have anything else or are you good? Because no, there's lots of hockey on tonight. I'm going to watch it. We recorded a little bit earlier tonight, so that way I can kind of chill out with the fam jam and watch some hockey and hang out with the kids and stuff like that. So Nice. On that note, then, we're Aunt Rob signing off. We're out here. We'll talk to you beauties next week. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind anything.